Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, friends who had gastric sleeve surgery but five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to find a yoga instructor that is patient, knowledgeable, and affordable. Look no further than Kate Louise Yoga. She specializes in yoga for all bodies. Her primary goal in teaching is to help people heal themselves by tapping into higher consciousness states of love, wisdom, and creativity. You can also find free gentle yoga classes on her website, katelouiseyoga.com. Just click the link like you're going to purchase a class to see the link to her Zoom classes. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, You are are listening to our sleeved life podcast and i'm kelly this is mel and today oh my god you guys <laughs> we have our like top interview person that we've been wanting since the beginning well, and we've been watching her since we like started the podcast oh yeah We're like oh my god she kills it every day yeah and so we have dead mm, yeah woke up like dead thank you yes, for being on Thank you so much for having me on your guys' podcast. I'm so freaking excited. You guys, I already love your podcast so much. So I'm super excited to be a part of it. And thank you again for even having me. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited to see what you guys are going to get me into today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. They know how random we get. So Yeah. Random stories are kind of uh, our bread and butter. That's right. I like <laughs> tangents. They're yes. the best. <laughs> All right. Well, let's begin of where your weight loss journey started. Yeah. So my weight loss journey, um, I wish I had like a specific start date, but honestly, I always talk about it as if it's been a one big lifelong battle because I was born with hypothyroid disease. Um, and we didn't know that until I was eight years old. So when I was five years old in preschool, I was already 90 pounds. I was like this five-year-old who was sent to boot camp. We had to learn how to do jumping jacks, read the food pyramid and like learn about portions and everything like that. So diet and exercise was already brought to my attention at such a young age. And I'd say that's when my journey really began. Um, Followed by that, I was enrolled in lots of like community sports and I played every sport you can think of, like literally everything down to hula dancing, ballet, tap, volleyball, soccer, softball, basketball, you name it. I did everything. Damn, And my mom was also really obsessed with making us well-rounded children. So there's that. So um, yeah, I did every sport and every extracurricular activity you could think of. Like I definitely was never the kid that like sat down and watched TV for hours a day. Like I couldn't even tell you like really anything that was like going on in the movies or anything because we were so busy just going from sport to sport and event and everything like that 
And then of course, when I was eight years old is when we got the diagnosis for hypothyroidism. So we basically knew that that was like the big light bulb as to why it was so hard for me to like maintain a healthy diet. Mm. Um, I do Mm. have siblings. I have a twin sister and she's always been the skinny one, which made it even more confusing. Yeah. Um, She was like so skinny. You could like see her bones and everyone's like, does she even eat? And then there's you, do you eat her food for her? And I was like, no, thanks. looks like it. Literally that was my life. Okay. Like that was my life in a nutshell. And then my older sisters, so my twin sister and I are the youngest, then we've got four older sisters and they're all walking Barbie dolls. And then there was always just me, the heavy one. Right. So that was literally my life in a nutshell going into high school. Um, I still continue to play sports, but I also played for my high school. So um, all the years playing for community definitely came into play. I did um, track and field, mainly just the field part for school. (laughs) I also did swim team and water polo and water polo is a brutal sport. Like it was great exercise and it helped me maintain while I was in high school and stuff, but I was still over 200 pounds playing. And um, it was nice getting two workouts in a day while, you know, like dieting and even during that, like working out twice a day, hard workouts, I would still have like one turkey sandwich with just mustard and lettuce and like low calorie bread or just lettuce wrapped sandwiches. And then like two slim fast, like borderline starvation mode, but like, you don't really know what you're doing when you're in high school. You right. Know? Yeah. So I really feel like it was just years of trying everything. I, I did so many different diets and then going into college, you know, I wasn't as active in my sports, but I still had a gym membership. So I would make it to the gym one or two times a day and continued the journey, continued the weight loss journey, just trying to find that like acceptance. Like it was such a weird battle in between of just being big in your twenties and being like, okay, you just need to accept it. Like you're going to be big. You're a big girl. Just accept it. Like you're okay. And then it was like, well, now I'm just in pain all the time. So like really something does need to happen. Mm -hmm. So like, even though I tried so hard to be confident in my own skin at whatever size, the pain that I felt like on a daily basis, like physical pain was just what really made me know that I needed to make a change because by the time I was 23, I was so close to 300 pounds. And um, that's when I started looking into weight loss surgery and my primary doctor was the one that kind of helped me out there. And, you know, I started doing all the appointments, but then everyone's opinions in my life, like family and friends, they were just saying like, oh, it's like such a major surgery. Like, don't you want to try it the natural way? And I'm like, you guys, I've spent an entire life trying it the natural way. And so I totally dropped the ball on it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just continue trying without surgery. A couple of years later at like 24, 25, I'm like, okay, like something's got to happen. So um, finally saw my primary doctor again, restarted the whole process. And within a couple of months I had my surgery. So that's when my journey really kickstarted was after I had my gastric bypass, because for the first time ever, I continued doing all my workouts and exercise routine that I've always done. Plus my meal prepping and diet routine, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And all of that combined with my gastric bypass is what finally helped me lose the weight and like get the results that I've always worked so hard for. It wasn't something I just picked up after weight loss. Like I've always had the same routine. So that's what really kickstarted it. And I just hit my three-year surge anniversary on Yay. December 29th. Yay, yeah. that's so, so exciting. It's been such a journey. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been freaking amazing. Best decision I ever made for myself by myself. And yeah, that's pretty much what started my journey. And I'm just really glad that I did it. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Going through just, I mean, just from a preschool age and going through that and then deciding surgery and then not like, it's just, that's just a lot to overcome. 
to get to this. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, it takes a lot, like just like mentally, physically, emotionally, like you guys know this journey, it's not just about the number on the scale. Like mm-hmm. there's like so much more that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And just like, I always think about like, even more so just like not even the physical transformation, but like, I think about like the mindset that I had, like back when I was 300 pounds and I'm like telling myself, like, you're going to wear this. It's going to be cute. You're going to feel confident and you're going to rock it. You're going to rock whatever size you are, you are. And like, I would try the whole self-love journey so much. And like, it went well for the most part, but I did have my hard days. And like the days where I would be like, all right, I'm not leaving the house today. Like no one can make me, I swear. If someone from high school sees me, oh, I'm like, no, no way. So I had my rough days too. I still do, of course. But, um, you know, it has been a journey and just like, even like the self-love journey that comes along with this weight loss journey has been an amazing one. And the way I talk to myself internally has changed so much. And for me, that was the biggest thing because I can beat myself up so hard. And like, I would never talk to one of my sisters or friends like that. Right? Why do I do that? Self, so that's been a huge journey just within itself and just like learning how to show myself a little grace love and patience along the way has been really great and growing for me so yes Yes, the grace that's what I think a lot of us are missing Mm -hmm. is that you have to give yourself grace during this journey like it's not just you wake up one day and then you're at your goal weight like it there's ebbs there's flows you have to like understand well and if it wasn't for Kelly because like I I'm five year, five and a half years out mm-hmm. and I'll be six years in May. And it wasn't for her, just her getting her surgery uh, almost two years ago. Like I didn't give myself any grace. Nope. <laughs> I was such an asshole to myself until like she went through it and was like, why are you so hard on yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I have to like do these things. And if I don't do these things, I am more hard on myself. But even in the last episode, she's talking about how she ate two pieces of pizza. And I was like, Really? Yeah. Like, give yourself <laughs> some grace. It's okay. <laughs> Call that a treat meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like learning, like, how to, like, process. I'm still learning how to process all that because it's just, like, I never hit my goal weight. And I think that's a big deal for me. And then, like, I am so far out that um I can eat two. Like, and that was the point was I had two pieces of pizza within, like, 30 minutes to an hour. And that's what scared me was because now I know that my pouch has grown. You know, totally. Yeah. And I know that like, it's the, it's that feeling of guilt that is like the most harmful thing to like our like mental energy and everything. It's like just that feeling of guilt. Like, oh, I did it as probably too much, you know, and like what it does to you. Like, I totally get that, but I think it's important to treat yourself. And I always, I always think about this too. People are always telling you like, oh, what's the why when you start your journey? Like what's driving you? Like what's your motivation? For me, like the reason why I even started my journey, whether we're talking about at a young age or three years ago, my reasoning was because ultimately all I wanted was to have a healthy, a happy and healthy lifestyle. Like, of course, the little things like I want to wear a bikini. I want to look cute in that dress. I want to be able to wear clothes like that. Those are all great things. You want to get the guy. Sure. Anything like that. But ultimately, like we just want to be happy and healthy and to not have pizza on a Friday night every now and then that's not normal lifestyle. So the, the minute you start, you know, totally knocking that kind of stuff out to where you're like, sorry, I don't eat pizza anymore. I don't treat myself. Then it's like such chore like yeah. mentality. And 
for me, I'm like, you want to have a normal lifestyle. You want to enjoy life still just within moderation, drinking treats, anything like that, all within moderation. You can still do it. It's just about finding that balance. Maybe get a workout in, in the beginning of the day. And then, you know, you're going to have pizza that night, find that balance. You'll feel way less guilty and you can just carry on the next day and be like, that was balance. Now today we're going to hit an even harder workout and burn those carbs, whatever it is, you know? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I was telling Kel, I was watching this uh, interview with a doctor and he's a, a wellness doctor, like for mental health and physical health. Um, mm-hmm. And he was saying that if you are, he'd rather tell his patients, what he tells his patients is to go eat that damn McDonald's burger if it makes you feel better than the, than the kale smoothie because your feelings towards it actually brings out the most nutritional value out of the food that you eat because they did some studies on that. So if you feel good about the food that you put in your body, even if it is shitty, you're going to get the nutrition out of it at least. If I, if I have that kale smoothie that I hate, I'm not going to get all the nutrition that I should be getting out of it. So it's like well, – it's really right? interesting too. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. And um, I r- really appreciate that because even the girl from ProCare, Brenda, mm-hmm. was talking about how, like, don't have the guilty feelings while you eat. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And this guy is saying, like, the same thing. And that way you can feel better about your food and get the full nutrition out of it. So. Yeah. I think everybody's allowed that, right? Everybody's allowed to have cheat meals. Everybody's allowed to, you know, have a glass of wine or go out with your friends for your birthday. Like you're allowed to do that just because you changed your lifestyle doesn't mean you have to stop your life. Mm -mm. And I think that's a lot of what it is. Yes. I get a lot of DMs too. I'm sure you guys do too. Um, And it's always so interesting to me. People are like, I'm really thinking about getting weight loss surgery, but really am I, am I never going to be able to do this, this, and this, and this again? And I'm like, who, who's out here telling these people that, surgery is basically like all right you know we're basically closing your coffin like your life is over you're never gonna be able to have any more fun and enjoy the things you love again it's crazy i have i have more fun now than i ever have in my life so i don't really get that yeah i don't understand it either yeah so you guys continue doing this podcast and you break that stigma because i don't like hearing that thank you that's our whole goal that is our entire goal is to just break the stigma that surrounds the surgery like it's some death sentence or it's the easy way out like yeah i'm sick of hearing that natural way fuck you my doctor got his degree or she did and uh they they're cutting me open not you so yeah and like I said before, <laughs> like, what the fuck do they think we're doing? Yeah. It's, like, we're still losing my weight. My body still has to process the surgery. Yeah. That fucking hurt. So I don't understand. I'm still, like, it's not like you're going into surgery the next day you're at your goal weight. That would be the easy way out. This yeah. is not. <laughs> I know. I would have been happy we with that. We can all just wake up like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you still have to put in the work, man. However much I wish that I could do that. And then I would be like, okay, it's totally the easy way out. Like, I just woke up and I'm at my goal weight. Then I would agree. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it is not. Like, the mental game of it is so crazy. Yeah, you got to be strong. Um, did you do any therapy or anything before you had surgery? Yeah, that was definitely required. I had to go like um, do a few different things, but I'm pretty sure it's required for everyone. Um, I never did any like in-depth therapy um, ever, like even for other stuff outside of weight loss, Um, but it was part of my pre-op procedure to go see a therapist and get cleared for that. But that's the only bit of therapy I've done. My sisters are in therapy and I know it's like really helpful. It's something I should probably consider doing. Um, I know I, it's not, I don't have anything against it. No, no, I'm the same way. 
myself, you know, like I know it's a great thing and I know it probably helped me a ton. Um, but maybe that'll be on my 2021 goals is just to start doing a little me time. <laughs> there you go. I just started therapy yeah. and I went one session and I, I felt so much better. Like, did you cry a lot? I did not like, so she's not a crier though. So side note, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm the crier. Yeah. She's the crier. I'm a crier. So I actually am getting divorced right now. So I went into therapy to like talk about everything and yeah. And it was like, I didn't cry. I was just like very matter of fact of like, this is what's happening. And I want to be able to be a functional adult and like work it out, obviously. Get the tools. Yeah. But like the weight loss surgery is a part of that. Like my brain is changed. I've changed. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I was in a relationship in the beginning of my journey who I'm not with any longer, but like you change so much. And if you don't have like a very supportive like partner and someone who's not on the same page as you, you're going to find out real quick, like really quick. And it's, it's sad. Like it's not something you always go into surgery knowing that like your personal relationships could be very affected by it. Um, but yeah, personally, I was in a relationship in the beginning. It didn't last. Like there was just a lot I learned about myself and about him that I just knew it wasn't going to be compatible. And even with friendships, like my girlfriends, like I hate to say it, but I've lost a lot of my friends just due to my weight loss journey. And it's just like, it goes back to that thing. And I hate to sound like I'm not trying to put myself up on this platter or anything like that, like this pedestal, nothing, but it's just one of those things where like people want to see you do good, but never better than them. And that's just hard truth. And I have had to learn to not take it so personally, but it was really hard for me in the beginning when I was just slowly seeing people just turn their backs on me. And I'm like, dude, you're like one of my best friends, like what's going on. But you know, jealousy comparison, they really get the best of us as women sometimes. And it's unfortunate, but it's all part of the journey and, you know, it comes to the good and the bad. Definitely. I mean, I found a lot of, um, clarity with my friendships, I think, um, more like what, what am I getting out of this friendship? Like, yeah, because I don't want to waste my life. Yeah. Your time. You realize how valuable your time is, I think, with mm-hmm. this uh, surgery, because everything's by the clock, like 15 minutes, you get to have your water. 15 mm-hmm. minutes later, you get to have your protein. And I have to have this workout in for this amount of time. And I remember actually I was walking to work and I called my husband and I was like, I fucking hate time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, I'm just like breaking over the fact that I have to do this at this time. I have to do that at that time. Like go to break, go to lunch, go to, it's just, it was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. But you realize like, I lost some friends too. And I'm realizing like, Oh, they weren't, they're not worth my time because they're just being negative and haters. And Mm -hmm. why am I spending two hours of my time with someone like that? Like, what's the point? There's no point. Yeah. Like no matter what I say, can't make them not hate me anymore. Or, 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 you know, and they're not like really hating like as a, on that level, but they're just so negative. Yeah. So toxic. Yeah. 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 The time is really interesting to me too. I think about like, how I think about how much time I spent even just hating myself and hating where I was at when I was heavy. And I think about all the time wasted, you know, and it's like, dang, like time truly is so precious. And my only regret with all this was that I didn't do it sooner. I could have saved so much time, so much energy. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, that's a really concept. Yeah. The, it's funny how you look back and that's everybody's one regret. Why didn't I just do it sooner? Yep. Like, yeah, 
It's, and that's why I think this breaking the stigma is so important because then I don't think people will wait as long because we constantly get messages of like, how do I tell my family? How do I tell my friends? I don't know if I want to do it. it. You know, they go back mm-hmm. and forth and it's like, if is it benefiting your health? Yes. Okay, then just do it. Yeah, just do it. You're, yeah. I think people forget like you are worth it. Mm. your time is valuable like you are a person and whatever you do is worth that so hey get the surgery because like it's gonna be worth it in the long run you're gonna feel great yeah you won't feel like that I think they're just scared that they're not gonna nothing's gonna change but it it has to change Mm -hmm. yes it's hard for us to do things for ourselves I mean I don't know about you guys but I could do a million things for someone else really great things I will hook up my friends like I will go bend over backwards but as soon as it comes to doing something for me and all this stuff I need to do I'm like oh no 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 I'll just I'll just keep on putting it off or no I'm I don't need to do all that like that's a bit extra like whatever but it's like no we do need to treat ourselves and if, if it is gonna be meaning like giving our health and taking our lives back then like that's the most important thing you could do for yourself exactly yeah. and Literally. if we can break the stigma around it so family members can be more like supportive because that's what I yes. I didn't have support like just mm-hmm. from it was just like literally my husband and then my close family but like no one else because I came yeah. from a big family so like me getting surgery like this is like for them they're just like why just keep just keep trying and it's like no I no I, I've tried <laughs> same thing for you like you've, you've already tried so we just got to get some people to help support everybody around them so that way they don't have to worry about that shit yeah and there's so many people that have weight loss surgery every single day like in this country like what why is it such a big stigma i don't understand i don't it's yeah it's interesting how a lot of people will like keep it their like forever secret too Mm -hmm. i'm like don't be ashamed of it like you did something to get your health back like you don't need to feel like this is your deep dark secret if anyone were to find out they would judge you, make fun of you, whatever it is, like, you know, downplay your weight loss. Weight loss is weight loss. Whether you signed up for some boot camp at CrossFit or you started a keto diet or you got weight loss surgery, doesn't really matter how you did it, just that you did it and you found what works for you. Yeah, exactly. And I think if we just stop calling like what we do as, and I know lifestyle change is like people hate hearing it, but like (laughs) we got to stop calling it a diet though, because like the diet culture makes us, I think, it makes us look like we're like shameful and embarrassed and like, yeah, you know, like the whole diet thing. People hate it. Yeah. Because so, I mean, so if we just said like, Hey, I'm just, I'm, I want to make healthier choices and this is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think would go yeah. a long way. Yeah. Cause that's what it is. You know, it's just making those healthier choices. Yeah. Yes. You know, I love that. Mm-hmm. So where, um, where did you have surgery at? Um, where I live in Ventura, California, um, I went through Dr. Billy. He's a really well-known surgeon out here and he actually travels like all around the world for, um, weight loss surgery. He's like really well-known. I felt super bougie being able to go to him, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was actually really exciting. Cause you know how I told you how the first time I was looking into weight loss surgery, how I dropped the ball and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, that I went through my insurance. So the surgeon that was covered by my insurance, he wasn't as like 
popular and like known. And I had personally known three people that went to Dr. Billy. So I was like, I really want to go to Dr. Billy, but he's so expensive. Like I would be dumb to not go through the one that's covered by my insurance, you know? Yeah. um, That was always the plan. But then when my doctor was asking me the second time I was coming to see her about it, she was like, well, how come you didn't go beforehand? And I was like, well, another reason was I really wanted to go to Dr. Billy, but I pretty much got over that dream because I'm just not going to pay thousands of dollars for it when my insurance will cover it. And she was like, wow, well, I have some news for you and I was like what she was like as of two days ago Dr. Billy is now covered by your insurance and no one knows it yet so there's not even a wait list so I literally was one of his first patients through my insurance and that's how I got my process done in like I want to say just under three months like I saw her wow I was going in about two and a half maybe closer to three months but it was insane it all happened so fast in its own perfect timing and I felt so good about it I was like wow everything really did fall into place like yeah I wish I would have done it sooner but honestly with like everything that I hoped for and how it would play out it did and I got really lucky to be able to get my surgery so fast and I was going to school in Beverly Hills at the time a trade school. So I only had a week off for Christmas break. So I, if, if I missed school, I would have to repay and do the whole semester again. So it honestly just worked out so perfect. I got Dr. Billy. They did it on my Christmas break. I was back to school day five post-op. Like Whoa. it was perfect. Wow. I got so lucky. That's How, fast. I got lucky. How does it I know. feel to go to school five days post-op, my friend? That sounds intense. Well, I've always been one who kind of pushes the limits. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't usually let a little pain or sickness get in my way. I never missed a day in high school, never ditched a class. Like I am very cookie cutter. I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be there unless I'm bleeding, barfing or broken bone. Those are the three B's my mom told us. Nice. So I will be there. Even if I'm barely there, I'll be there. So I showed up and I was just, uh, we, it was for ultrasound. So we had um, portions where we were sitting in a classroom. And then if we were doing lab, I'm still sitting and just moving my arm. So okay. I was able to, do it. it was nothing crazy. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was totally fine. I did go back to work as a barista. I used to be a barista at Coffee Bean. I'm not sure if they have them in Oregon. I know it's a SoCal yeah. thing, but they are growing. Um, but yeah, I worked as a barista for six and a half years while I was in school. And um I was back to work after a week post-op, but I was just on the register, so <laughs> handling money. All right. I was going to say, um, okay. Because bypass – so you had the bypass, not the sleeve, right? Yeah. So because isn't that a little different for recovery time too? Like what was the recommendation? Yeah, it's supposed to be. But like I said, I am literally the definition of like that girl who doesn't know how to take breaks. Got you. Like, to the extreme because yeah. I don't know how to take breaks, but I took my two weeks, damn it. <laughs> Okay, you know, but like you guys heard all the stuff, like I grew up doing every extracurricular activity, sport, like I don't know how to give up. Like it's not in my blood. Like I will take on the challenge. I will have my plate full overflowing at all times. That's, that's how it feels with this podcast sometimes. Like we're just like, okay, just like, we'll just keep piling it on, seeing how high (laughs) we can get the, the amount of stuff that we need to do. So far we're fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I our producer left, and we can still handle it. So yes, we so got that's you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have so that? You guys got this. We're like we're one hundred percent women run. That's right. Boom. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, did you have any complications at all, considering of how far you're pushing your body? 
Um, for my complications with recovery, none, but a year later I did have to get my gallbladder removed just because I was getting like some pain. Interestingly enough, most people get their gallbladder removed before, during, or right after weight loss, just because it is one of those like organs that we don't necessarily need anymore. And Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of linked, um, research with like how our bodies after weight loss surgery and like gallbladders, like don't really mesh well anymore. Um, but I didn't get any gallstones, which is like the main thing that people yeah. um, deal with. What happened to mine was the sphincter that secretes bile okay. um, working. So I was just having this like pain of like built up bile in my gallbladder Ow. and it would just cause an abdominal pain so my same surgeon who did my gastric bypass he also took out my gallbladder um a little bit over a year later okay Okay. I had my gallbladder taken out and it was they I didn't have gallstones either and this was before weight loss surgery yeah um but they said it was what was it like 17 percent working so it was only working 17 percent so they have yeah Yeah. Mine was at 20. So yeah, yours definitely needed to go to. Yeah. Which I'm so glad it's out. Yeah. Did you deal with a lot of stomach pain too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I had a too. lot of stomach pain and it was like, it like radiated across. Yes. Yes. Me too. I could feel it through my back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that is bad. It was really bad. I'm sorry, ladies. It's, it's out now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We are so good. Yeah. So what was that your highest? Is so what oh, was that? What was your highest weight? If you don't mind me asking. Um, the highest I ever saw was 298. But I know it was higher at one point because of how long I didn't go on the scale. And that was after I started getting a little more active and stuff. So I know in my heart at one point I was over 300 pounds. I just never saw it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And what's, what was your lowest? 138. Damn, girl. Holy crap. And I'm currently like 145. So I just competed in a bodybuilding show. You know, like when you do bodybuilding shows, you yes. go on prep to now and like lose a lot. So that was like my show day bod and I was super lean and I was loving it. Didn't sustain it all that well. For the most part, yeah, a couple pounds up. Um, but next Monday, so a week from today, I'm starting my new prep for this year's bodybuilding show. So hopefully I'm going to get right back down there and like be able to maintain the leanness. Cause that's what I really want. Um, you know, like when you're prepping for three months, it's like all like very science backed, science backed, and it's going to like happen if you are accurate and consistent. But, um, yeah, I took a break after that, you know, after doing a bodybuilding show right before the holidays, I took a little break. So we're going to get back there. (laughs) I don't blame you. My little sister did a bodybuilding competition and she was down to like 5% body fat. It was insane. Yeah. I would love to know what my percentage was, but I never did one of those like tests or anything. Oh, you should do it this time. Yeah, I will. That's a great idea, honestly, because I would love to like actually know. Yeah. No, that's, it's really cool. I want to, I want to hear more. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to say actually, like, how'd you even get into bodybuilding? Like, how did that happen? Okay. So interesting. Um, yeah. So this is a very special bodybuilding show. There's a transformation class. So it's literally for people like us who have been on a weight loss journey, who you might not look at them and think like, Oh, that's a bodybuilder body. Like it's not even like that. Like I don't have some sort of like competitor woman's body, but I have a transformation behind me and I prepped for three weeks or three, three months and like did it like did the whole prep, like any other bodybuilder would do. 
Um, so that was awesome. But, you know, if I were to go on stage for any other sort of competition, I probably would not have stood a chance. Um, so I was in the transformation class and it was full of men and women who have been on a journey. And um, if you were in the finalists, if you made it in the top seven finalists, then they also showcased a video that all of us prepared just in case we made it in the top seven. Nice. Um, so we got to have like our moment where they played our video and we talked about our journey and everything, show lots of pictures, videos. And um, then if you made it in the top three, you also get a like trophy and um, a, a, a medal and everything like that. So I was super stoked to make third place. I did not expect it at all. Yeah. Um, of course, I hope for first, but I, I honestly did not go in it, like even thinking of winning or anything. Like I never wanted it to be about that. Um, so I was super stoked on that. But how I heard about it was that, um, so I am an athlete for Buff Bunny Collection. They're an athletic wear company, if you guys have ever heard of it. Yeah. Um, so. Heidi's boyfriend, Christian, owns Alphalete and the Alphalete Gym, and he puts on the Summer Shredding Classic. Now, an ex-boyfriend of mine competed in it last summer, and so I got to go to the show. I got to witness this transformation class happen, all these inspirational photos, pictures, videos, and then after the show is when I met Heidi, and she was like, what? You've lost weight, too? And I was like, yeah, like, this is my before and after showing her my phone, right? She's like, oh, my gosh, I need to follow you on Instagram. I was like, she's never going to follow me. Like, she's <laughs> never going to follow me. Yeah. And then she was like, you have to compete next year. And I was like, oh my gosh, Heidi Buff Bunny is telling me to compete. She wants my Instagram handle. She's going to follow me. Hopefully she did. And I was like, what? And it was just crazy. I was fangirling because she's been like my biggest information uh, inspiration for years. And then, um, yeah. So then after she started following me, then I DM'd her like months later. And then that's how I became one of their affiliates and like their athletes. And then it was announced that there was going to be a show again. And I was like, I need to do this. I need something that's going to step up my journey and give me something to work towards. And um, yeah, I'm just really glad I did it. It was, I did not know, like I, through this whole weight loss journey, I always like look at my before pictures and I'm like, that girl pushed herself. Like she knew she could push herself. It was just like a matter of like actually truly pushing yourself. Yeah. I thought that was pushing yourself. This little three month prep that I did, pushed myself to limits I didn't even know I was capable of and I was like dude this is hard it was not easy it was hard you guys but like the gratification that like I have after knowing how much I put into it and how consistent and dedicated I was and just how strict with everything I was like dang I've got it in me and that's all I wanted to learn I wanted to learn what I was capable of how far I could push myself and that's why I'm continuing to do this because I love that feeling of just constantly having new goals and you know for us being post-op years post-op you guys know how it's like you know you get bored you're like all right what's next what am I going to start shooting for next yeah so after I lost my 150 it was like all right let's start toning up let's build some muscle spent a year doing that that's the same year I got my gastric my, not my gastric my tummy tuck and my boobs done and it was kind of like a revamping year you know just kind of like reconstructive year and then I was like all right 2020 it's go time like I'm gonna do something big so I signed up for the bodybuilding show and got more mus muscles than I ever have like I actually could see definition and I loved that like it was so rewarding you know so yeah I'm addicted and yeah. it's not yeah. stopping yeah I love it do it again what <laughs> so yeah so what was that three months like of you prepping like what does that kind of look like for people Okay. So for me, um, I already had a pretty steady workout routine. I typically work out five days a week. 
Sometimes it'll turn into six, not usually my choice. <laughs> um, but I am so much the Monday through Friday type of worker, worker outer. Like I like to have my weekends feel like weekends, get mentally prepared for a nice strong Monday. Like that is my perfect routine. That's what I typically stick to. So I already had my workout routine and I meal prep and diet. There's no issues there, but what the prep looked like um, differently was same workouts, but I worked on lifting heavier and working on RIR, which is something I recently learned. If you guys don't know what it stands for, it stands for reps in reserve. So when you're doing your bicep curls, for example, it says like on my program, it'll say like do 10 to 12, but the reps in reserve mean find it when you're at the point of giving out, you want to find out how many is actually left in your tank to give. So maybe you can get to 15 or 18 um, and you feel like you're dying and it's hard and heavy and you're sweating a lot more. Yeah, you That's are. What you want. So every workout was hard and sweaty and just it just continued to get harder. And that's, that's what really helped. So that, that was the working out portion. I also added a daily step goal, which was new. Like I would obviously go on walks here and there, but it was never like an everyday commitment. Um, so I started at 6k a day and every week I would work my way up to where I was at 10 and then sometimes up to 11, 12, 13 or 14 a day. It just depended like on how I was feeling. But after like three weeks, I pretty much made sure to get to 10 K every day. And on like my better days, I would try to shoot for 14. Yeah. Um, and I usually achieve that by just going on two extra walks in the day, usually 30 minutes or just knocking out a long inclined fast paced cardio on, on the treadmill. So that was pretty much the big things. As far as my meal preps and everything like that, I still ate the same meals, but I did have to track everything. And um, as far as macros go, everyone follows different macros, but I was pretty much trying to hit about a hundred grams of protein in a day. So I would have about three meals, a protein shake and two snacks. So for people like us who come out of a weight loss journey, that sounds like a lot of food and a lot of eating and it is, but that's why you have to space it out so much. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be someone who's in the weight loss community um, competing for a show and tracking, um, it definitely takes a lot of mapping out your eating because you can't just eat 40 grams of protein in one sitting usually because it's a lot of food or a lot of protein. So yeah, you got to just like kind of keep it consistent. And actually the more I started eating throughout the day, it actually, I feel like helped my metabolism yeah. and with the heart working out, I lost 20 pounds in that three months. So it was pretty awesome. And it was just mainly the lifting heavier stepping and and just tracking. Tracking is huge. It's huge. I'm, I'm really starting to find that like, cause we do our, um, we do water and protein challenges and an activity challenge every month. And I love that. Yeah. It just, it keeps us accountable. It helps other people. Um, but we did, we added the protein in and me and Melanie found out that we suck, suck at getting our <laughs> protein in. Like we're like, Oh yeah, we're good. It's fine. Awful. No. I know it's really hard. You got to get like a, a good um, protein that's high in protein, but like low carb and like low sugar and stuff to like, just keep on having it and not feel like gross after. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've had my fair share of hit or miss with different proteins, especially in the beginning when all you can do is pretty much drink liquid protein for your like liquid diet and everything. Yes. You get so tired of the same thing over and over. Like I used to only drink premier and now I can't even touch it. Yeah. No, we like the oats. Like the, they have like a new thing with the oats and now I'm down with that. But I used to drink the chocolate and the vanilla and I can't even smell it now. Like if it's around and like, oh, yeah, the oats ones are really good. They're really, they taste really like good. Apple Jacks. And then like they have a blueberry one that's pretty good. Yeah, it tastes like a blueberry muffin. Yeah, like legit. It's 
I've never tried it. I'm going to need to. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's pretty good. We do like uh, the Bomar protein, protein, though. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, I've tried Bomar. I really like Bomar. Yeah, Yeah, it's got a good taste to it. I like it. I had my mom try it, and she was like, this is really good. So she has protein shakes every morning now with the Bomar pet protein powder. How awesome. That's pretty funny. Yep, getting mom on the game. I love it. Right, yes. and mom's yes. in this in her sixties. Yeah, my mom's sixty-seven. Yeah. Oh my. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no time waste. We're getting our protein in today. Are you? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, she's out there getting her protein shake, and I'm like, oh, I haven't had one yet. So I know we should take a picture of your mom with her protein shake and I show Bomar, like, hey, man. Even my mom even, likes Bomar. <laughs> even the older crowd, so cute. getting down. I love that. She's pretty adorable. I love my mom. So uh, you mentioned you got plastics, which actually I did not realize until you said that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I didn't didn't get like anything too crazy. Most people don't don't even believe me. They're like, you do? No, you don't. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like what? So what surgeries did you get and where did you go? Um, I had um, breast implants and a hip to hip tummy tuck. I mean, they're pretty popping right now because I have my bra on. They look <laughs> but, good. Yeah, I got five- they look good. Thank you. You guys don't even know. I don't know if you were even following me when I went through this process, but it was a journey. I had a really crazy rough recovery oh, no. where, um, I, yeah, if you guys, okay, without grossing you out too much, there is this photo and I have it on YouTube and everything. The recovery, I had this like really bad allergic reaction okay. and boob. I did the under the boob cut. It was split open like this. And you can see this big white silicone bag that looked like a fish in oh my boob. My God. And I felt like my body was falling apart and I had to go back and get them removed and replaced like a week later. And you guys, it was honestly a hot mess. Like it was, it was just all bad apparently. Um, so I went to two different surgeons. I got my tummy tuck in August, no complications, nothing like that. Love um, it. No allergic reactions. Had a really smooth recovery. The only thing that sucked was that, um, have you, did you guys get any plastics yet or anything? I, I want plastics. Yeah. What I want is a tummy tuck and a boob job. So this is perfect. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. My people. Um, okay, so I wish I would have done it together just because, um, it's easier to do it together. Um, but the surgeon that I went through, he said that he didn't do them together and I hadn't prioritized my boobs at first. Um, even though I knew I wanted them done, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm down. Like, let's just do it. Um, if, if that's what you recommend, like, I'm just going to trust you. Like you're the surgeon. So we just did a hip to hip tummy tuck. I didn't do anything extra or crazy. Um, most people go in and get like the mommy makeover or like the 360 where there's like lipo and abdominal stitching. And that's what really gives you like that snatched look. I literally got like the most basic skin removal where it's just hip to hip cut off the skin. Like I can try to show you, like, I don't have like any, I don't have any extra, like, like you could still like grab stuff. Like it's not totally snatched. Okay. Um, my is looking really good though. You could barely see it. Nice. You see it? That Not makes a, like barely, it's like barely there. That makes me feel really comfortable because I, I want to do it's the mommy crazy. makeover. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like my scar is looking really good, but um, yeah, that was my tummy tuck, and everything went really well. So for that, it was great. The only thing that kind of sucked was that um, something to be mindful of when you go through with your tra- your um, plastics. Everyone will tell you like 
when you're peeling off your gauze and stuff, like do it really nice and slow or like get it wet and then peel it because it can stick to like your open wounds and incisions. Okay. And I pulled a little scar, like a little scab off that left a scar and it, you could see around my belly button. It kind of looks like there's like this like weird discoloration right there. Yeah. It's so minor and I don't think anyone would ever notice it, but it's just one of those things that I notice. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like removing your, your gauze and all your bandages, just be really careful. Okay. And don't let the blades fall because I blacked out from the pain from that. Oh, don't so, let the drains fall because they fall. They just yank, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I blacked out. The pain was so bad. I blacked out and I have a very high pain tolerance. Yeah. You guys, it was bad. Like I literally, it was black, like Oof. the worst pain in my life. Okay. So what we did was we wore a lanyard and then you can clip it to like the lanyard or even a shoelace or anything like that. So smart. It's all on my YouTube. When you're ready, go check out my YouTube because I have a whole video on little recovery tips like that. Yeah. Now with the boobs, I went and I went to a different surgeon and super stoked about it. Like I had been going to like probably eight different consultations. Um, and unfortunately, like, I guess there's this latex allergy that you could develop at any time in your life. So even though I've gone through a million other surgeries, not a million, but like five, um, I never had this allergy, but it can come at any time in your life. And so I went two months after my, my, my tummy tuck to get my boobs done and somewhere within the, um, somewhere within the surgical prep, I got the latex allergy. So I got this like huge red, hot, itchy rash all over my body everywhere, except for the boobs, which were just worked on. So everything red and blotchy, it was really weird. Um, and my surgeon just kept on saying like, don't take anything. Don't take anything. Like just take Benadryl. And then I was like knocking out right now on top of that, this is what makes it also the worst week ever. Like this was such a hard time. So Um, so I know you guys said you weren't following me during this time, but I was dating someone in our weight loss community and we were like the power couple. Everyone was all obsessed and (laughs) our, our like relationship was like on blast. Like everyone was obsessed with us, like all this stuff. And he lived in Texas and all my stuff was in Texas. We signed the lease on a brand new apartment. Everything I owned was in Texas. I only had a duffel bag to keep me here throughout Thanksgiving and Christmas. And the day after Christmas, I was supposed to move in with him to our new apartment in Dallas and all this stuff. And then literally I'm in the ER parking lot and I get broken up with all out of the blue and I'm like, oh, it should be on my deathbed. So there was all that. So I'm just a hot mess. Right. Yeah. So now the same week that I'm dealing with like this allergic reaction, I'm hot, red and blotchy. Like my wounds are starting to get like like my my wounds, my incisions are starting to get this weird monkey infected color. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like something's got to happen. But then like my, my friend Cameron and his fiance, like he's like my brother, him and his fiance, Sam, they flew me out to Boise, Idaho, because they were like, dude, like, you're so sad, like from the breakup and everything. Like, we just want to like, give you like a little, you know, breath of fresh air. They flew me out to Boise, not even 24 hours goes by. I'm in the Boise ER and my surgeon in Orange County is calling me. You need to get on the next flight home. We're taking them out because the implant was literally falling out. You could see it like whole photo like this. Oh my God. So I was using my camera to like look underneath because I couldn't really just like move it, you know? Yeah. So I was like this is my camera and I accidentally took a photo and it's honestly priceless. I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so disgusting. It was bad. So I had to go into surgery, get them removed and replaced with new sterilized ones. And they had to cut, like not cut, they had to, had to stitch those incisions. Normally the um, incision under the boob is like pencil thin, but because I had to take a steroid to help with the rash, 
then that's what made my incision so weak. So oh. steroids like prednisone, which is what I took, it it boosts your infection rate and decreases your immune system. So it's not ideal to take something like that when you're recovering from a major surgery. Oh. So that's what happened there. And that was my, that was my fault because I took medicine from my primary doctor after my surgeon said not to, but that was the only thing that cleared up the rash. Oh. So I had to make a choice. Right. So yeah, it was honestly a rough recovery and that is not like most people's. So don't let that scare you. It was, <laughs> I had an allergic reaction to latex. Gotcha. So weird. So can we ask you like, what is that? What does, what does that cost? What does that look like to get a boob job done? Um, it can cost, I want to say you can typically go anywhere between like five and 8,000. Um, and I'm not really supposed to talk about it, but I got an Instagram collaboration for okay. both procedures. Okay. So we worked out the cost according to posting guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I got hooked up, which I'm so grateful and blessed for. Um, and I'm not allowed to like discuss costs just because yeah. contracts. Yeah. Um, but I do know that most times boob jobs can run between like five and eight. Okay. And if you go out of California, sometimes you go as low as three. If you go where? I didn't. You... Outside of California. Outside of California. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. I have some friends who have bought it in Texas for 3000 Wow. Nice. Nice. Well, because I looked in Oregon and it's pretty. Well, I guess I was looking for like um, the mommy makeover plus the boob job. And that was like anywhere between 10 to 12, I think is what I was noticing. Um, So that makes sense. Yeah. The mommy makeover to boob job, you're going to see probably a lot of quotes from 10 to 15. Yeah. Because especially with extreme weight loss, they might try to talk you into doing one of the FDL um, tummy tucks, which is when there's a line down the middle because it helps that upper loose skin. Yeah. And everyone's different. So you not need that but if they're trying to talk you into that plus like extra mommy makeover things it's going to add up right and so. I've already thought about that line middle one and it's not because I don't want the line is that I don't really need it like no. I just yeah. need the tummy tuck area because like I'm shaped all the way like this anyway mm-hmm. and then the middle doesn't oh, really sag yeah. I just need it to be tighter like it just needs to come in. Yeah, then you're probably good to just do the low hip to hip. And those are always covered by underwear, bikinis, anything right. like that. And even if it does so, you're light skinned and your scar will probably do really well. And if you still have any scars from your weight loss surgery, you'll get a pretty good idea of how your skin scars, especially on your abdominal area. Yeah, because like it's it's been almost five it's like five years and there's barely anything for scarring. So you yeah. probably do fine. Yeah. And I don't really care about scarring. I thought I did in the beginning, but after seeing people go through the transformation, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like no, like no. I don't I'm not looking to wear a bikini. Like that's not my jam anyway. Like I like the um fifties I like the fifties pinup look, you know, with a full bathing suit like type style. But- so cute. Yeah. So that's more me. And so I'm not a bikini girl. Yeah. She looks adorable in them. So every time. <laughs> Getting like Rachel McAdams notebook vibes. Yes. 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 That's exactly it. it. Yep. Yeah. I'm the bikini one. Yeah, I have shoot. always worn a bikini. I just, that's, I don't, I didn't even care when I was like bigger. Like I still, yeah, wore you it. wore it. I was like, whatever. Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. Maybe maybe you need to get a sparkly bikini and compete with me this year. Oh shit, that would be intense. I know. I was gonna say that after this, intense. we should pick your brain about like the bodybuilding stuff and yeah, maybe how we can. Up with me. Yeah. We'll do our workouts and 
track and have a great time and be miserable until we get our big moment. <laughs> yeah, because I promise the followers as of today that if they're listening now, because it's for la- the, the one that dropped today, is setting the tone for the week. And I'm post to post every evening, like my tracker of my food. So mm-hmm. I love- um, that's going to help me be accountable because I did really well when I tracked. Like I would work yeah. out and I would track everything and it was fine. But like I would say year three, I stopped working out. And I stopped tracking and I've gained 10 pounds. <laughs> so, well, and that's what we talk about. No, it's not yes. bad. I'm, I'm fine with it. Cause I feel comfortable. It's just annoying in my head. That's yeah. how it is. Cause I feel great in my skin and I feel very confident and fun still. It's just like, damn it, Melanie, if you wouldn't have stopped tracking. Well, and I, I like I've gained the 10 pounds too. Mm-hmm. And I actually give it more than that. Um, but within the last week, I think I've, gone down, down a little yeah. bit um because breakups do that to you <laughs> breakups do that to you and i yes. you know you get sick to your stomach and you don't really want to eat and yeah all that fun stuff but um yeah i was thinking i was like i really need to focus back in like i feel like i lost my focus for a little bit and i need <sighs> to just get it back well des is gonna do that <laughs> yes i want to work out with you like please do it. I need to like send you my workout programs and we can do like a home or gym program. But also if you honestly were considering doing a show, which you should, I think that'd be like perfect to get you excited and like motivated with a new goal. Um, for me, I remember telling my coach Maddie, like, Oh, um, you know, I'm down to do this show and stuff, but like, I doubt I'll lose weight on the prep. Like I've been stuck at my 153 to 158, like all year. Like I haven't seen it change. Like, I feel like that's just where my body wants to maintain. And I need to be okay with that. Like, of course I would love to be at like the BMI standards of like where I should be at five, three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my five, three. So it's like, okay. they expect us little ones to be so tiny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> still considered like heavy on like a BMI chart, you know? So, um, anyways, I was like, I would love that. But like, I think this is where my body just wants me to stay. And then sure enough, I started my prep and I literally first, it wasn't even changing. I was taking measurements. I was recording a buff bunny haul video. And I always update my measurements for the videos because people like to compare with the sizing charts and like us. And so I was doing that and I had lost three inches and I hadn't even, I hadn't seen a change on the scale, but I lost three inches on my waist and on my hips. And I was like, what the heck? Like it's working. And then a couple weeks later is when I started seeing like the weight actually drop too. Yeah. So honestly, it's so good for so many different little things. Like even if it wasn't changing the number so much, like my body really was leaning out. And, um, I would also recommend doing something like that to lean out before any plastic surgery. Um, I did a fat loss diet before my tummy tuck and my fat percentage was so low. My surgeon removed the same amount of excess skin that most people we follow on Instagram get removed. You know, mine only weighed two pounds because there was no fat. It only weighed two pounds. He, he held it up. I have videos of him holding it up. Ah, pretty nice. close, but no, that's awesome. He's talking to the camera, holding up my skin, huge chunk of skin. He's like, this is so crazy. He was like, normally I would take this off of a patient and it would be covered in fat right here. You would see yellow and she has no fat left on her body. She has been working on a fat loss diet for about three months before her surgery. And it shows And I was like, wow, like it actually worked. And that was from tracking and doing low fat. I do high carbon, high protein, and I have not stopped doing that, that type of 
lifestyle since because that's what works for me. And I like to have that lean look because I work out so hard and so much. Like I want to find some muscle definition. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to get like ripped and gross, but I love a little muscle on a girl. Like, you oh, know, like yeah. I'm trying to get there. That oh, definition. Yeah. Level, like, so. yeah. We well. did yoga over the summer mm-hmm. and like, I was like every day for probably three or four months did yoga and you started to see all the definition in my shoulder and in my arms and I just want to get back. I just, yeah, I just want that feeling back of like taking that picture, you know, of like this. And then you're just like, yes, mm-hmm. like uh, my arms yes. look good. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And with the heavy thing, um, I don't know about you guys, but I get questions about my arms a lot. Like a lot of people are like concerned with excess skin on your right. arm, your stomach, all the normal places that we experience excess skin. Um, but once I started lifting heavier and working on the RIR, like reps and reserve and everything, and really just lifting heavier and pushing my limits, I have toned up my underarms so much. Like a year ago, I have one of my girlfriends, Brianne, she's one of my best friends. She'll be like, Des, stop it. Don't do it. Cause I would go like this and show her the flab and it was just like, <laughs> I could knock someone out. And now if you do that, like it's like a normal arm. And I'm like, that's weird. It wasn't like that a year ago, but it is so toned. Like everyone's like, you had something done to your arms. Like you got an arm lift, like nothing, like there had to be something. I'm like, no, I've never did it. I've literally just been working on lifting and it has actually helped. It just has taken time. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to fig- uh, get that. What, what'd you call it? Diet, the weight loss diet or fat loss, diet. the fat loss diet. Yeah. 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 Um, so I get macros from my coach and basically um, how it looks is I forget the percentages, but my amount of carbs and protein are almost identical. And that's usually somewhere between nine and hundred grams of protein. So probably close to that in carbs, which I know everyone in the weight loss community is like no carbs. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. a carb like, Nazi no carbs. over here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's like no carbs. I'm doing keto, all that. Um, but that's just not what I do. Like I literally the opposite. <laughs> I've just found better results for myself doing that. And um, I pretty much stick to 25 to 30 grams of fat in a day. So I know it's low. And if you're cooking with butter, see ya. That one tablespoon was 14 grams. Uh, wow. You're done. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your egg. Um, I love but, that you yeah. know that 14 grams in that butter. I just that that cracks me up. Yeah, because I, I, I cook with butter. That, like, I learned like through tracking where I was like, wow, when I'm cooking with olive oil and butter and a not and like instead of my zero calorie nonstick spray, like even when you're tracking the grams of fat that is with in the pan that you're cooking with that all counts it's not like it just doesn't count because all you did was use it to cook it all does count like it's getting cooked in your egg or whatever you're cooking yeah so you have to track it all like if you're using a tablespoon put it in and all of a sudden you'll see oh i got 10 grams of fat for the rest of the day and it's 8 a.m perfect you're like shit son (laughs) (laughs) that is yeah and i am a carb nazi only with myself Oh, well, yeah. Like, yeah. But she's I, hilarious because we yeah. do reviews on Thursdays of food. And she's like, it has like 10 grams of carbs. It's kind of high. And I was like, fuck your face. Stop it. 10 grams. I just stop I, telling I, our people I, that. I'll take two. Yeah. In my head, I'm just like, anything over 10 grams is like too much for me in carbs. Yeah. And even though it's not, I know that. It's just like, that's automatic. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't eat like, I ate like that for most a full of, year. Yeah, for almost a full year yeah. where I didn't have like okay. any carbs. And I lost my weight quick though. Like probably because of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I hit my goal weight with within the first year. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. it was like yeah. eight months. I hit my goal weight two days before my surgery. 
Oh, Actually, awesome. That's, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Yeah. 150 down in exactly almost a year. Wow. Yeah. So what was but probably your I biggest... a lot of that to cardio. Oh, I did okay. a lot of sweating. A okay. lot of sweating. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I was going to ask, like, what is your biggest NSV or like... Yeah, what is it? Or like the top three or something that you yeah. were so excited about? Yes. Oh, I love good NSV. Um, I feel like I celebrate them daily. Um, but definitely one of the um, biggest ones that I do talk about a lot. Um, that a lot of people have found me because of this story. Um, back when I was like pretty much 300 pounds, I went to Disneyland and waited in line with my family for like two hours for a ride. And when we got on the ride, um, I literally could not get my thing to buckle. So a worker came and was trying to like push it down and buckle it. She couldn't get it down. She calls for backup, big, strong, buff, buff guy, both of them together and me trying to put it down. All right. It's causing a scene. Everyone's looking. I'm just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and I'm like this 23 year old, 300 pound girl. Like, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. So I got up and I told my family, I'll just meet you guys at the exit, like have fun. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So that was humiliating. Mm -hmm. I felt like Disneyland was so silent. I could hear the crickets, little Jiminy Cricket over there (laughs) just singing along. And it was all bad. And so um, one of my best NSVs was my friend Brienne, who I mentioned earlier. She surprised me last fall with a three-day Disney pass. And we got to go have my Disney redemption weekend. And got to go on every ride that I wanted to and I was like walking around the park without pain on my ankles and knees like yeah. it was just a whole new experience like not even just fitting on the rides but like all of that and just like enjoying the treats and stuff like it was just different I loved it it was like so rewarding um another one is definitely like as basic as it sounds um when I travel and go on airplanes I can Yes. walk through the aisle without having to do like my little like sideways stunt and suck it in oh, and, like, yep. suck me and you feel like everyone's staring at you like I don't do like do that anymore and that is like a big win for me just because little things like that would like really give me a lot of anxiety because like I always be like everyone's looking at me like I'm so anxious like I feel like all eyes are on me like oh I'm just like the big girl here like you know and um yeah those are definitely probably like my top two favorite NSVs and the third one would have to definitely just be the fact that I can wear like little dresses and, you know, swimsuits that I've always like seen my sisters wear. And I'm like, it's so cute. I just want to be able to dress like that. And now I can order something on Fashion Nova and be like wearing these like little scandalous dresses. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yes. Exactly. I love it. Yes. That, that is one of my favorites. The clothes. Is the clothes. Yeah. That yes. I can wear crop tops and I don't feel completely, I mean, it's still a new feeling. Like I'm just like, should I wear the crop top out of work, out of my house? But who really cares? Where so I just won't. wear it. Please do us the favor. I always say, wear that dress like you're doing it a favor. Yes. Oh, I like I it. That. I, like I love it. that. That is that needs to go somewhere. That yes. needs to go. It needs to go on a shirt or something. Yes. I love that. Yes. And we'll just put I know, I really want to like make some merch. <laughs> I really want to make some like merch with like little quotes and just have some fun with it. But I haven't done merch yet. I need to. I really want to. Um, <laughs> do you want to do a collaboration with our merch? There you go. Um, I'm, I'm so down. Yeah, because we have yeah. our own store and one of our shirts says uh, drink your fucking water. Yeah. So Yes. yes. Because she one day I was we were doing a squat challenge or something and she was like have you done your squats yet and I was like no I don't really feel good but I was like giving myself excuses and she didn't know she was recording because we Marco Polo 
And she didn't know she was recording. She's all, she needs to just do those motherfucking squats. I know she can do them. And I was like, so I mark her back and I'm like, um, who needs to do her motherfucking squats? Like, she's like, you, you do. You need to do you it. Do. Oh my gosh, I love it. So we're we're always like, drink your fucking water, do your fucking squats. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Check yeah, your plate. I love it. Yep. Yeah, because we could yeah. totally find your best quotes of things that you say and we could totally put them on the back of shirts or whatever yeah i'm so down let's let's do it let's have fun with it it'd be fun it'll yeah. be a blast yeah. yeah i like it i like it is there anything that you think that oh i know what i missed the, what the sex i forgot the oh, sex how can you i know forget the sex? i know because like i know for me like sex got amazing because like I've been married, like we've been married now for 12 years and we, and I got surgery done when I when we were like eight year mark. And so like, you know, like we've been having sex with each other for a long ass time. And it's crazy yes. because now it's like, it's, it's like, it's a whole new ball game has opened up for us. Like to have, like to have sex and how much better it feels and like positions you can be put in. Like, it's insane. Like, cause you're way more flexible. Like you didn't know that could happen. Yeah, no, I totally relate. Like, it's very interesting. Like, I didn't realize like how, I don't know, I don't want to say boring, but yeah. like how different, I guess you could yeah. say, like how different it was being heavy. Like, I would, I mean, after a few conversations, apparently, like this isn't a thing for all big girls, but I was never like on top. Like, you know, like, I would never put myself in that position. But I have some 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 friends who are like in the community who are like, oh, that's all I ever did. I'm like, how? I'm like, oh, I'm not trying to break anyone. Right. That's all but I ever any- do now. But <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I don't want them looking up and seeing that like back then. Like yeah. no. I was just like, mm, no. No, no. Yeah, none of that. You would not catch me up there. Like, that's not going to happen. So that is so new to me. And like you said, the flexibility, I'm like, wow, my heel is like right here. We love it here. Like, (laughs) my foot is by my ear somehow. Where did that happen? (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I mean, not to be get too graphic, but I can like, when Eric's on top of me, I can wrap my feet and they can touch yeah yes like I can wrap almost my ankles like it's insane that's a really good feeling yeah yeah we're just like little koalas over here (laughs) yeah like my stomach's not in the way and what's Mm. in the thighs the thighs are a lot Mm -hmm. smaller so like they're like you're in there it's not (laughs) nothing's blocking access (laughs) nothing's blocking access there are no thighs in the way no thighs in the way today and uh, you know another thing that's so funny I was like I thought that only happened in movies like my boyfriend just like pulled out this whole like power move right and like lifts me up and I'm like what the is this actually happening yeah (laughs) and it's just a thing and I'm like wow I I I didn't know that this was like real life but we love it here I feel like a little skinny girl like just up here being flown around right (laughs) up here yes yeah it's one of the best feelings I would say my now ex but when we were on vacation what a couple months ago Thanksgiving uh, week yeah that was like he like we walked in and he like picked me up and brought like set me on the bed and I was just like what's going on like I have never had that happen I was a shock foreign like it's such a foreign idea like being picked up and you're like you okay am I okay is everyone good like yeah (laughs) you feel like you just need to have a conversation just put me down slowly before I break you right because even like um because my guy is we're the same height like legit like we're both five five and he weighs he's always weighed less than me 
Like he was always like a buck fifty, but now he's like we're at almost like the same weight as well. He can squat. He can squat me though. Like that's what's the craziest thing because like I, awesome. oh, I I can wrap the front and he can just squat up and down. And I was like I don't want to break you. He's like you're not. I'm you're not gonna break me. I love that. Yeah, it's a How cool did I feeling. Not know that. I don't know. We did. I, we did it in front of people, like not like sexual, obviously, but like <laughs> in the in the kitchen once. I don't know if you were there for that. I don't think I was. Yeah. Huh. You guys just like pop up in the gym and start doing that, and everyone be like, oh, "I gotta step it up, right? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get this going on." Oh shoot! I didn't even think of that. Like I could totally record that. <laughs> yeah. Power move. Power move. Make sure you record it. Yeah. Maybe fingers. I can get it to where like he wraps around me and I just squat him. That would be hilarious. You can make a video and just be like, I'm showing everyone at this gym the 2021 energy. <laughs> Boom. Bam. Bam. Yeah. That's what you got. I love it. Oh my I'm God. so excited. That's so good. To start. I want to work out. I'm like. Yeah. I would say we've been interviewing a lot of people lately and like the workout part is like energizing me. It's yeah. like get your ass back in. Because I used to work out like how you were doing like two a days. And it was, I don't know how I prioritized that because I was doing like school full time, work yeah. full time. And I'm, and I'm a mom and a wife and was working out two a days. I was like, I don't know how I do this. And even like now I'm like, how did I fucking do that? Cause I can't even get in a workout every day. Like I feel like. And your gym is next door to your office. I know. I have a home gym. I love it. It's just with COVID, I'm just like, I fucking hate looking at it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, just going back to like the whole like balancing and everything. I find like, okay, I'm not a wife and a mom and I don't work like a normal job. So like, I know that it's easier probably hearing it for me to say than actually do it. But I still manage to keep very busy and I have a big family who's constantly having me like do this and that. Like I run around, I'm a busy woman. Um, But something that helps me personally, just with like time management is like, I got to get my workout done first thing in the day, because as soon as I'm over here doing this for this person and doing that and running here and there, if it's past three o'clock, I'm not going to work It's out. not happening. Like, I'm not a, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So for me, like I have just found that like I have to put my workout first. I have to put that like as the priority of the day and do it the first thing of the day. That way I still have the motivation and energy to do it. I can feel accomplished and energized the rest of the day after I do it. It's the best feeling ever. And after I do that, then I feel like I can take on what the day has to give me, whether it's this person, that person, this yeah. thing, whatever it is. I got to just get it in first and then it's not even an issue. You're right. Yeah. So you're so right. Try yeah, morning. I was more really successful when I did it in the mornings. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. used to, I, I get up really early. I'm a freak when it comes to morning. Like I'm a, I was awake at 2 a.m. this morning. Like just, I just power wow. through. Like <laughs> I just, I just do my routine. Um, yes. But I do I so Starbucks. much. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely get Starbucks. Um, but I definitely found that it was easier when I was like, okay, I, I had my routine in the morning, but then I made sure that I had to be in the gym or in my studio yeah. by a certain time. Because if I was not okay. in there, then I wouldn't do it. So because then like the day would start happening and I like it just it would runs just, amok. Like yeah. it's interesting how your days just kind of just change as it starts going along you're like yeah. that's not at all what I planned but this is what we're doing today yeah, apparently pop up yeah. yeah it just keeps popping up like all the time but I feel like the gym the working out like whether yoga or lifting weights or whatever you're doing I feel like it honestly makes you um it just it helps you zone out the rest of the world it does 
That's it why totally I, does. Yeah. I, I pretty much use it as therapy back in the day. Cause that's how I like, I zoned out. I didn't think about anything else, but the workout mm. and I didn't, and all the stress was gone. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. It's a really great feeling to just kind of get it done, get it out of the way. Um, and especially if you're a mom, like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how these moms on a fitness journey do it. Like literally props to you. Like I see my mom who was a single mom raising six kids plus three grandkids and three foster children. Like I come from a huge family Damn. Wow. and she did it all on her own. And I'm like, she's superwoman. If I can be half that superwoman, that's great in my book. So like, I totally know, you know, what the day has in store for just moms in general, like you are busy, like all the time, a lot of people need you. And yeah, so that's amazing. Like if you're going to start your workouts, like, you know, props to you, like you have a million reasons as to why you can't get a workout in or why you can't focus on tracking right now because you're busy doing this and that. But, you know, it does come down to that like hard truth where it's like, can I just set aside 30 minutes in a day, even if it is at six o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. can I do that? You know? And it just like, it comes as like time management and just like pure dedication, which is so hard to do, but you know, if you got it, like you can do it and I know you'll get back into it, especially with all this, like, we're so hyped right now at the start of the new year. Like all of us are like, all right, we got new goals. And like, we just got to start before that, like, you know, goes away. Like you got to like hit it right now. Like, while it's like fresh and like, you feel it, you know? Well, and like the new goals and the new challenges is what like really I thrive in. If I have a goal to meet, like I'm going to meet it. Like that's, yes, you will. That's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm just like for 2021, because literally my husband left me on the second. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So I'm like, I want to be stronger. I want to be like, I've got like these plans in my head of like, I don't even care. Like I'm just focusing on me. Like, yeah, do yeah. It. it's just, it's just me now. So I can just purely focus on myself. And now that I've kind of gotten past the whole, the like, shocks off shock crying stage, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I could do this. Oh yeah. You're going to get mean, toned up. You have to even go through that. Like, you know, no one deserves to go through that, but I'm really happy to hear that, you know, you're at least trying to, you know, come out, come out of it, looking at it as, you know, like you have to have that mindset when it comes to like all these like trials and tribulations that come with life. Like you have to have that mindset that when one door closes, another opens, that there's always just a new opportunity. And if you just, you know, continue to push on like with that mindset, I think only good can come from it. And it's going to be hard. You're going to have your even harder days, of course. But, you know, I'm proud of you for even coming on here today. Even if it's just a good distraction, that's yeah. good. You need, you know, like, yeah, so good. You need that. Well, there was the, there was the other day and we were supposed to record drama happened. And so Melanie came over and we were sitting there and I'm like, I just want to record. Like, that's yeah. our, that's our therapy. Like, let's just go record. Yeah. And she's like, okay, let's if go. You're down. I'm down. Yeah. And but I'm not going to push. That's the deal. I'm not no, going to push. But it's like, like you said, like, I need that distraction. But I also, I'm ready. I'm ready for this new stage. And like, I always was like, kind of wondering like, okay, where do I go from here type of thing? And now I've just got like that new renewed energy to like, let's do this thing. You know, I, I love, love it. Let that energy fuel like everything you do right now. Like, I love that. It yeah. sounds, it sounds healthy, you know, like you could you could take it one or two ways. And I think you're taking it the better way, you know? Yeah. I'm excited. So just say, I did wallow. Yeah. 
I did wallow for a few days. And you should. It yeah. would be weird if you didn't. Right? right? <laughs> I watched Master Chef over and over again and just like, okay, next one, next one. I'm on season three now. Love it. Um, Love it. But yes. yeah, I mean, I just, I was like, I have to, I have to wallow so I can process and then I can like be an adult. Yeah. Like move on. Well, and yeah. our newfound Des is going to help us out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Email you guys my at home and the gym program so you guys can like download them, open up on your, um, on your iBooks. Okay. So okay. you can like swipe like normal. Okay. And yeah, you're going to love it. And you can keep on redoing it over and over, um, the home workouts too. If you aren't going to a gym, no equipment necessary and you could get them done in 20 to 30 minutes. Awesome. Cause that's, that's perfect. We're pretty locked down up here in Oregon with the, there's yeah. no gyms allowed to be open at this point. So, um, oh gosh. and that's okay. Yeah. And that's what's killing me is the gyms um, aren't open and it's raining all the time. Because in the summertime, yeah. I was doing runs outside. Mm -hmm. And then once the rain hit, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. And you're not going to no. make me do it. <laughs> you're not going to make me do it. Mm -mm. Nothing's yeah. going to make I me don't do that. Yeah. So I, I do not want to second. No. No. So as we wrap up, Miss Des, is there anything that you think that you want to tell our listeners that, uh. I don't know that they that they we I missed or you missed or whatever. Maybe your best advice yeah. for newbies. There we go. There's some right words for that. <laughs> some good advice for newbies. Yeah. Um, I would. Wow. I, I I could literally say so many things, but if I'm just thinking about like what I basically hear like most of the time, it sounds like a lot of people on weight loss journeys deal with the issue of how to stay motivated, and so um, just kind of some tips on that. We talked about it on the podcast already, but just to reiterate, like ways I stay motivated is that I like to, you know, set small achievable goals. So in the very beginning, my big goal was to lose 150 pounds. That was half my body weight. I started at 300, got down to 150, lost my 150. But along that way, I kept on setting like 20 pound goals and I want to get to Wonderland. I want to get to 180. I want to be at 220, you know, anything like that there were small achievable goals. So then it, the end goal didn't seem so far away. And I had more, I'm a very social celebratory type of person. Yes. So give me a reason to celebrate an extra 20 pounds. Like, and that was happening, what, like every month or two, like I would reach a new goal. So that was awesome. And it was like perfect timing. And, um, I like to have that feeling of accomplishment. Like it fuels me like in every aspect of my life, like even like business related, like the feeling of accomplishment fuels me. Like, I love that total Capricorn vibes, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, and then just, um, as far as even continuing your journey, you know, once you get to that goal weight, people are like, Oh, I got to my goal weight. So now I don't need to work out anymore. Or how do you keep going? How do you maintain what I have found, you know, even talking about the bodybuilding is to continue setting new goals. So I wanted to focus on muscle building and toning up. And then I wanted to do a show honestly, the trick for me has been to keep on setting new goals and even tangible goals that I could actually work for and be excited for when I'm going into my workouts, I'm doing it with purpose. I'm, I'm finding the energy, the motivation and the drive to lift that heavy because I know I want to see the results that come with it. And it's going to take consistency. I'm not going to wake up buff the next day, you know? So yes. I know that. And I remind myself. And when I have something like that in the back of my mind, as I'm working out, as I'm tracking on my fitness pal, what I just ate, mm. I'm like, it's because we know we have 
this goal coming up in three months, two months, whatever it is, it helps keep you so driven and on track to have goals and like, just be so set on one or two things. And yeah, just keep on setting those goals, do whatever it takes to stay motivated, no matter how big it is. It was a big, big dream of mine to participate in this bodybuilding show. And I'm so glad that I did it. And um, yeah, I feel like now it's just the beginning, which is really weird being three years out. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is nowhere near near the end. It's a never ending journey. And I'm always going to be finding something new to work towards. Like I have to, that's what drives me. That's how I stay motivated. That's how I stay consistent is having something to work towards. So this is just the beginning, apparently. I like <laughs> it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. Well, it's the, small, yeah. the small goals, you know? Well, and while you're talking, like, it just resonated with me because I'm like, mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I should just make, like, a two-month goal mm-hmm. to try to lose 10 mm-hmm. pounds, you know? Like, just do 10 yes. pounds at a time. Yeah. And just slowly yeah. get there. So. And yeah, it, it won't feel so far away. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so daunting. Yeah, it's not as daunting as saying, like, I want to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, okay, 10 pounds. That's, yeah. I can do that. Let's start there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I like it. I love it. Well, thank you for being on. We're so excited. You guys Yeah. I'm so excited. You guys are super fun, and I wish oh. that we were all hanging out in person right now. Yes. We will. <laughs> we will eventually. That's for Hell yeah. Maybe at the retreat. Yeah. Aren't you guys doing the retreat? Yes, yes we are. Yes, we are. Yep, we will be so there. I'm really excited. Yay. Right? Um, that's gonna be a shit ton of fun. We're actually gonna be um talking to Stephanie and Bree in the next 30 minutes. So yeah. going over the retreat stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting. Yeah, we're okay, so well, awesome. We are so excited to do that, get to see you in person and then yes. Stay tuned for more because I feel like we're going to be doing more with Des. Yes. I have so. a feeling that is probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's ever anything like specific, they're like, oh, we know Des went through this or she did this or like now you guys are doing a portion on bodybuilding, plastics, maintaining, anything like that. Yeah. Literally just hit me up. I'm always down. Okay. Yay. All Love right. It. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Have a great day. You too, guys. Tell everyone I said hi next call. Oh, we will. will. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Well, everybody, that was Des. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She's such a sweetie. I am so excited that we got to ask her questions and get kind of a more in-depth feel of her story. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to be asking way more questions because I feel like we just hit the barely the head of it I feel like there's so much more there Mm -hmm. and you told me I would love her and damn straight Uh, yeah right she fits my personality she's everything that would help me get to where I need to go like for my personal goals Mm -hmm. and I think I need that drive again and Mm -hmm. I feel like she can help with that drive yeah she's very motivating which I like but she's very down to earth yeah she's just like this is how we do it yeah she's like I'm not perfect Nobody is. Like, take me as I am, and let's just do the damn thing. That's my favorite. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this interview. Um, Once again, we are Our Sleep Life Podcast. And go and check out our Patreon and our website. And we are also on Instagram. So check it all out. That's right. And we have Facebook groups that are going on. We do have Facebook groups for those of you that are on Facebook. Um, If you go to our Our Sleep Life Podcast, um, just our page, all of the links will be right there. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to get your merch. Yes, go to the website, buy the merch, do it now. Do it, do it. All right. All right. Till next time. We'll see you later.
Bye. Hey, listeners, if you have enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Fawn with 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thank you for listening to our Sleep Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.